Hey y'all, so what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Style Studio Podcast. And I have my lovely host here, Miss Anna Joy, my West Coast buddy. Um, my tatted melon queen, aka um yeah, spirit animal. That's a new one. Yeah. I like that. I'm definitely a little bit more turned up. But all the way up. I'm trying not to be that way anymore. But um so we have food today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my time. Shout out to my time. Blessing us with the pad thai and the fresh rolls. Today's wait, episode hold on. sponsored by my time. <laughs> I was about to say, wait, you got kebabs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that chicken looks so good. Yeah. Anywho, this episode we will be discussing growing healthy hair with protective styles versus natural styles. So protective styles versus natural styles and growing healthy hair. And we're just going to try to meet in the middle, meet in a happy place, try to make everybody happy and educate you guys. But first, we're going to discuss a little bit about some music. Um, I know that music impacts us mm-hmm. you know, in different ways, mm-hmm. and it does get into our psyche. Um, but we just we, we wanted to touch on that and just scratch the surface on that, and then we'll get into our hair topic and discussion, because mm-hmm. we're going to drag that out. That's going to be a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but my good co-host here has some things that she wanted to touch on, and it's funny because I was seeing some things on Twitter mm-hmm. relating to our topic, so yes. we'll get into that too. So people are just on it already. Yeah, I think people are starting to understand that what's going in can come out mm-hmm. physically yeah, and come out through the things that they say, Yeah, and then it can manifest you know, in their lives, depending on if it's negative or positive lyrics. Um, how you like to listen? How do you? How, what do you listen to when you feel like you need to be calm, mm-hmm. or when you feel like you need to like come down and calm your anxiety down? Bring or, it in. Yeah, like bring it in, and you want to you know, kind of balance out your mind, decompress. Mm-hmm. What do you listen to? Like, what helps you? Mm-hmm. k helps. Certain mm-hmm. songs. Certain ones kind of get you more riled up, but certain k Some Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Summer Walker definitely does. Janae. Janae Akio. I like Janae, too. Mm-hmm. I like Summer and Janae. Mm-hmm. Bring us, bring back. To a calm state of mind. So, Halsey does too. That's a different one. Halsey? Mm-hmm. 
Is that contemporary R&B? Yeah, I say it's more contemporary. Mm-hmm. Kind of pop contemporary. Oh, okay. She has more like overcoming kind of type music. Have Whether you heard like of Snow? Song? No. Is that like the artist? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. There's a song by Snow. Snow. That I like. Oh, Snow Allegra. Mm. Her name's Snow Allegra. At the, mm-hmm. Is it Allegra? I think it's Allegra. I hope I said it right. If I didn't, somebody can tell me. But someone will let you know. Let's see. Snow Allegra. Oh, there it is. Ooh, I look. She looks like somebody I would like. Mm-hmm. She looks like a more. She looks like Alicia Keys there. She looks like Sade. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to keep that one saved just to. Didn't, I make think sure. I sent you her playlist though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, her. Mm-hmm. Her definitely. Gets I like her. her. Actually, Black does too. I like him too. Yeah. Like when I need to relax or vibe. Mm-hmm. Him. Or when I need to unwind. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was trying to figure out. Oh yeah, the unwind. But when I need to like really unwind. I listen to Black. Mm-hmm. Because I can listen to his lyrics and mm-hmm. it'll it'll mentally take me to a place where I'm like uplifted. Mm-hmm. I'm encouraged. Yeah. And it's like I'm not doubting myself. Mm-mm. Yeah. I agree. I know where you're coming from. So shout out to you, Black. Appreciate your music. I remember when people would call him Slack. <laughs> <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Six Lack. I'm like, that's not it. That's not John Legend. Hmm. I'm going through my playlist right now. John Legend is good. Mm-hmm. Party Next Door does too. I used to listen to Party Next Door when I was in Texas a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the main ones. Scissors good. Yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. Who else? I'm tripping because I have a whole playlist. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amy Winehouse. Mm. I really like Amy Winehouse. I only have two songs, but those two songs help. She has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. She's gone too soon. Mm-hmm. Russ. Have you heard Russ? Let me see. Let's see. I'm trying to see if you can do this one. Let's see if I can find a different one for him, too. His name is Russ. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Two S's? Yep. Are you I like that. Makes me sad sometimes because it makes me think about my ex. Uh, and like, not even like I miss some type of way, but like, dang, you really played me type of way. Like, dang. <laughs> you made me really look stupid. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, 
how a song can bring you back to a place where you're... It can bring like, you back to a dark place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a happy place, but like certain songs, I'm like, dang. Like, but you think it definitely plays a part if it's lyrics involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think people really underestimate the power of words. What song was that? The I one I thought I was just playing? Yeah, I just heard I've heard that. Mm-hmm. That's him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I had Shazam that. Yes. Okay, I like that song. Yes. Anyways. But people really underestimate how, how words really can evoke emotion. Heck yes. Like, oh, I just listen to the instrumentals or, you know, XYZ. But if there's words in it, whether it's on a conscious or subconscious level, it is affecting your psyche. It is. And then, undeniable. I feel like your mind, this is how I always think about my mind. I think about my mind like a garden. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. of course, with a garden, it's going to go through the different seasons. Right. And it's going to go through different times throughout the day where the soil is kind of erupting and being invaded by Mm -hmm. different types of bugs and Mm -hmm. um yeah mainly bugs yeah mainly bugs it's like it's going through a a period where there's bugs that are helping Mm -hmm. and then there's bugs that are actually like cutting off detrimental yeah like it's like cutting off the the nutrients Mm -hmm. or taking away things from the soil Yeah. yeah So I think about my mind, well, the mind, like a garden. Mm -hmm. So what you put in is definitely what you will get out of it. Mm -hmm. So I do take, okay, so I do take times to, like I take time to myself to do like personal development. Yep. Where I know, like I have to tell myself, no, you got to listen to something that's going to progress your plans right hype you up hype you up or get you into a creative space exactly like do you ever create time for yourself for creative thinking Mm -hmm. you have to do that and i'm not gonna lie like okay there's been times where i was able to do it somewhat right with trap music somewhat right yeah like working out right yeah it depends on the goal yeah so like working out i couldn't play Summer Walker. Yeah. It just wouldn't fit the vibe. Right. You know? So you're not going to... Certain vibes to be matched. Yeah, you're not going to be... Um, you're not going to be hype. Yeah, you don't got the right energy. Yeah. Like, like it you, evokes emotion and energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. that's, you know... That's something I know, like, it definitely plays a part in... How you know how I execute the things that I need to do, Mm -hmm. and I can tell like when like what you were saying before when you were like, um, I started listening to like trap music and I was like getting more anxious. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I Mm -hmm. that's what I thought about when we were thinking about this topic. Yeah, I was like I remember when you posted (laughs) that. I was like, dang, I was like, what's going on? Because in my mind I'm thinking, no, 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 I said it's a lot of good stuff happening for her right now. Mm And then I was thinking, no, nah, I know what she means because mm-hmm. it is it is certain types of beats to mm-hmm. certain instruments played yeah. together can height could like raise your mm-hmm. blood pressure. So yeah, if I start getting real comfortable with the position I'm in, I can feel myself getting like kind of I forget what the senior they say, but it's basically a high. 
where you feel like you're on top of the world. And so I start playing trap music because I feel invincible. Mm. But like when I used to listen to trap music, which was with my my ex, who was just a trapper, mm. um, it put me in like a real anxious, angry place. Mm. And so when I have a lot of trap music going on consciously and purposefully, I know I'm getting back into that like space. Mm. And I gotta like mm. consciously remove myself from it because if I constantly keep playing trap music, I'm gonna get angry, you know anxious mm-hmm. and like start feeling paranoid so I have to like tell myself like trap just is not for you like all the time or yeah. you, can you listen to it like in 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 like in pieces in pieces if it pops up on my shuffle and it's just like a banger like money man if money man pops up he's playing he's not oh anywhere. I'm so glad you like money <laughs> he's not man going anywhere but like there's some artists if they pop up Either I'll leave the room, or I'll turn the station. I just will not. I will not put up with them. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and my most of my friends are probably gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> but yeah, like I used to listen to Future. Oh my god, <gasps> bro! When I tell you, I used to listen to Future. That was like my daily ritual. Like I was still listening to gospel, whatever. Um, soft sensual, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like. Future was going to be played at least <laughs> twice out of the day. Mm-hmm. Whether that be if I'm in traffic, driving around mm-hmm. the city, or if I'm in the house cleaning up, like I was going to be listening to some type of future. Mm-hmm. And then I would have future on if I was at the gym. Mm-hmm. So then that would make it a third time. Yeah. So pretty much majority of my day was like future. future. <sighs> Girl, when I tell you that I could remember how my attitude was. Yeah. Now, mind you, like, I wasn't, like, nasty, rude, or nothing like that. Right. But I can tell that my attitude was, like, you got one time. <laughs> Try me one time. Try me one time. Just, mm-hmm. I'm begging you, please, one time. Mm-hmm. But then I was, like, okay, no. <laughs> Come back down. Come back down. <laughs> we, can't, we can't be turned up all the time. Us. Um. Mm. But I mm. realized, you know, it... It does put you mm-hmm. in a state. Music will put you in a state of mind, yeah, to make you feel invincible, to mm-hmm. make you feel lifted, to make you feel encouraged, yeah. And that's why I think a lot of I can't even say older people, mm-hmm. but I've known some older people who they just love. They will have Jesus music playing, yes, twenty twenty four seven. Nothing else. Nothing else. It'll be gospel. That's it. It. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I can see how calming it is for them. And how, it, yeah, how it calms their spirit. And then I was working with a lady who would tell mm-hmm. me um, it keeps her grounded. Mm-hmm. She said that. I see how that really does. Yeah. She said she just didn't want, she always wanted to stay lifted, encouraged, mm-hmm. and spiritually ready. She said oh. because the enemy is always mm. ready to lurking, you know, steal, kill, destroy, Energy attack. people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so she was like, I always just want to stay prepared. And that just resonated with me. Like, it always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Ever since she said that, and I was working with her, like, last year. But mm-hmm. ever since she said that to me, I was just, like, I started becoming more conscious. Like, mm-hmm. I started becoming more conscious about what I play, even in my room. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're alone. Yes. When you play it yes. by yourself, really reflect what you chose. Exactly. Like, so, 
that brings me to my point. Like, I stopped playing mm-hmm. teacher. Like, I stopped so looking at teacher. Like, Love teacher. I like future too, but I can only listen to future, like, if it's maybe in somebody else's car. Mm-mm. I'll tell them to turn it off. Like, I'll get out the car. I. Future is like, and I and it's funny because mm-hmm. I'll sit up there and say, "Oh, well, we can't pay attention to what these celebrities be doing," and blah blah blah. That was my question. Can well, you separate was... the artist from the music? No, it's okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. I say you cannot. It's hard because I will be honest with you. When it came to Future and Sierra, oh baby girl, it wasn't no question. You're not gonna do my baby girl Sierra like that. that. You're not gonna do the princess like that. So it was kind of that for me. And then, to be honest, I listened to the lyrics. I started listening to the lyrics, paying attention. My my now, mind you, like I tell Austin all day long, I, I love being in the studio. I love being in the studio. I do mm-hmm. love being in the studio. Yeah, like. I mean, blame Elliot because that's who got me on the studio <laughs> tip. Rest in peace. Um, but I like to be around the creative process mm-hmm. of what actually brings a song to life because you already mm-hmm. know off rip. Mm-hmm. If the beat don't go hard, the song is trash. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. just it is what it, we don't care about what you're saying until we care about what you're saying. Right. So really and truthfully, like we're gonna hit on. You know, we gonna hit on the song to listen to the beat. Mm-hmm. Like I just listened to some new Money Man. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, I'm listening for beats. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I had to start listening to what Future was saying because I was already internalizing right. his his. I was already subconsciously I was already playing his lyrics in my head. Yeah. And so that's the thing, like the beat might be there subconsciously, mm-hmm. but to be honest, words actually stick to your subconscious right. a lot quicker. And actually it sticks. Yeah. So versus a beat, you know, you you might hear a melody. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, you're gonna hear words before you hear the melody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I was hearing his words and listening to what he was saying. I was like, dang, like, I literally feel like I can't even listen to your music unless I'm doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if I just want to be mad at you. Like, mm-hmm. I'll ha- I'm going to have to listen to this, but I'm going to be mad at you at the mm-hmm. same time because what you're saying is like really disrespectful mm-hmm. it's really disrespectful yeah um <laughs> he's disrespectful yeah that's how you I, have that many kids and you don't take care of them <laughs> so that's, that's why i can't separate the artists from their work their it, work is them it because that's what art is uh, art is an inward outward expression right and he's expressing that he's a tall asshole like it's, he's just a it, shitty person and he really just don't care he's so unbothered that's the only reason I like shit, <laughs> I can't. but not because I'm sorry to jump in but no you're <laughs> the reason you're I like shit is, is he's always invited I'm just saying he don't really give a damn about nothing right at least, at least from what including I'm his kids Okay. Yeah. See, see, see? That, that, because, but you have a kid. <laughs> I don't have a kid that personal. I right. mean, I don't have kids, but I'm still taking it a little personal 
Um, I'm like, damn, like, I got like, up and the guy just acting like that. Like, I don't think his wife is real, so. I, well, he's, honestly, he has God syndrome. Him and Kanye got God syndrome. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, with him. Kanye's in a different category. Well, a whole different category. We can't a whole, I don't Honestly, like, I don't really understand Kanye. Mm -mm. I don't understand him at all. I get confused because I'm like, is it mental illness or... It's mental illness. Did some, like, I feel like there was a switch that kind of... PTSD that triggered some kind of... Something got triggered after Mm -hmm. his mom passed. Like, to me, I feel like the competent side of him, like, it left. Like, Um, Kardashians didn't help. I don't, yeah. I don't even... Let me put some food in my mouth because I don't even like talking about them. But with Future, it got to the point when I separated from my kid's dad. That when I was like kind of looking at individuals to date, I asked, I said, you listen to Future? And they said, yes, I stopped talking <laughs> to them. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that reflects you. I don't believe it to that like to that core anymore. But like with Trayvon, I asked him if he listened to Future. And he said, no. I said, well, now you have extra bonus points. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to have to ask you to change it in the car. That's the thing. If me and him can't listen to it, nine times out of ten, it's not really good. Because mm-hmm. just like we were, t- we were talking about how me and Lo, yeah, remember awesome we were talking about that when Lo was saying that the females are usually what draws the males into the music. Mm-hmm. Just like now, mind you, I know a lot about Future. Mm-hmm. And Esco. Before Future would release a song, he would give it to Esco. And Esco would play in the strip club. Yeah. And if the girls were dancing to it, guess what? They had a hit. So, if a female can't really listen to your music like that, mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, she ain't really gonna she ain't gonna want to be with somebody that is listening to your music, or Mm-mm. you ain't gonna be able to listen to it around her because she don't like it. Mm-mm. So you really not gonna get that much playtime. So you, I mean, and I know he ain't really struggling for playtime, but that's just one example. Mm-hmm. Now another example, I gotta get on Megan and I gotta get on Cardi. <laughs> um, to be honest. Like, the whole situation that went down with Megan, like, her being shot, that was most definitely not funny. No. I didn't see any jokes no. about that. I didn't see anything, like... Laughable. There was nothing in that entire situation that was funny at all. That really pissed me off. Even though I don't know Megan Thee Stallion, no, I don't listen to her music on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie, like, after her being shot like I did feel like okay I'm going to I want to uplift her and I want to you know support her and you know speak good things about her Mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna lie like I started listening more of some tracks some songs and I got some favorites now that's good because I do feel like she talks about making you be making you feel and be empowered you know it isn't just all about you know, sex and all that, but right. I feel like she makes music for you to feel comfortable with yourself no matter how you look, no matter where you're at in life. I think she's the hood, Lizzo. That? <laughs> that? I love that. I never even thought about that. Hood, Lizzo. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
Because Lizzo does have like that. She give me like an opera mm -hmm. sound. The body positivity. Yeah, body positivity. But I want her and Adele to do something. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I like that. I think her and Megan would be interesting too. I know. That would be really dope. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I, I like Megan the style. And then Lizzo too. Like. Mm -hmm. Lizzo, I mean, like I, I don't like I don't listen to anybody's music on a daily basis. I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I got a few playlists. I make playlists, and I listen to songs here and there, snippet. Mm -hmm. Now, majority of my playlists, they they are like male rappers. Mm -hmm. Not gonna lie, because it's just a lot of people like just they they got some good producers, mm -hmm. and they got some good beats. Mm -hmm. So if I'm wanting to, you know. Turn up, little turn up a little second while I'm in the car. Yeah, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I'm starting to get more into the female artistry mm -hmm. when it comes to rap because I have been out of tune. I've been out. I was out of tune for some years because I was mm -hmm. still like on. I was listening to what? Who was I listening to? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was in what Queen Latifah, MC Light, Foxy Brown, Lil Kim. Mm -hmm. I was listening to music like that. I mean, I listened yeah. to a little bit of Pink Friday. Mm -hmm. A few times, but I wasn't really on a whole lot of female artists mm -hmm. like that. And like when Dreezy came out, I was really into Dreezy. Like I'm still kind of into her because I like how her voice is. It's something catchy about her voice. Mm -hmm. I like her voice. But I like Dreezy. Dej Loaf was cool. I used to. But mm -hmm. I wasn't really on anybody. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like just I just kind of cycled through. Yeah, I just kind of cycled through them. But I always come back to Two Chains, <laughs> Money Man. Mm -hmm. Um, partially, I know that that has something to do with it being a male-dominated industry. Mm -hmm. Like I know that it has partly to do with that. Then, of course, you know I grew up indicator for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So most of what I heard was like outcast and mm -hmm. you know just males yep. uh, for a long time that's what you got yep when it came to rap and hip hop you got a lot of males just oversaturating oversaturating so belly you know even going back to WAP like <laughs> I felt like the song was necessary Mm. Now, mind you, I did feel like Megan ate Cardi B's verse. I think that was the most, not the most disappointing, because I felt like they both could have came hard, but I felt like yeah. Megan, I felt like that was Megan's song. Right, not Megan like, featured. It didn't seem like Megan was a feature. It felt like it was her song. Yeah. So, that was like the only part I was really disappointed. And then, I mean, the video, I, I like the video. Mm -hmm. Not gonna lie. I mean, it's a couple people that I was like, oh, right. I, I, I don't really care for her like that, but. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Everybody else is cool, but yeah. I really don't look that singular individual. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, how do you feel about Cardi B getting divorced? I think it's sad. I think anybody, I don't care if it's for publicity, I don't care like what it's for, you know? But like, that's when they're separating. They have a child together. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not just them getting divorced. It's the kid, mm -hmm. too. And so, I think it's really sad. I think it's sad how people make jokes about it. How they're taking her, the WAP song, and saying, I guess it's not enough to keep a man. Said so she didn't cook or clean, and so maybe that's what happened. I said, hmm. But I'm like, how many men out there don't cook and clean? Right. I said, I think it was your friend Jasmine that said... Some guy commented say about cooking clean. Said it sounds like you want a maid, and I don't like that. Right? Yeah. 
Jasmine be going in, but she like that's a real. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if she's a feminist, but I guess I can call her a feminist. But yeah. she really be going hard when it come to women, I like mean, women videographers, women photographers, like. She bad. She's she is I mean, bad. Like, good, like she's bad. But she's yeah. one of those people. that's like you not gonna overshadow us. Like no, we here. Mm-hmm. You gonna recognize us and you gonna respect us. Like that's how she made me feel. Mm-hmm. Like being around her, she was like, no, you know your ideas are cool. Mm-hmm. What you want is cool. Validate. You know, va- validate. That's what she's good at doing. So, I mean, but I think you know he was probably he was probably making a joke. But I'm just like, bro, you already know. Like you can't be making no kind of joke. No. Not in this day and age. I feel like if all you looking for is for somebody to cook and clean, stay at your mama's house. Stay at your mama's house. <laughs> That's all you need to do. I just simple. I mean, like what? Is, Done. I mean, like what is it? Is is are your hands broke? Like what? <laughs> I think I did tell Trey my mama. I said, if you want to do that, that's your mama. He leaves the um, washcloth wadded up after you use in the shower, so it's wet and wadded up in the shower. I said, I ain't your mama. I ain't wringing out no washcloth. I said, you better hang that thing up. (laughs) (laughs) I said, very rarely is there any wadded up washcloths anymore. Yes. I'm like, I need you to take responsibility for the things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Clean up after yourself. Pick up after yourself. Let's not have moldy and mildew stuff in our in the shower. And I feel that. And then like with cooking. Mm-hmm. That's not just one person. No. If I do it better than you, fine. Right. But we need to agree on that. Right. And if I cook, you're doing the dishes. That's not a problem. No, but some people think it's a problem. Some people really have a problem with it. They said if you dirty the dishes better clean them too. Y'all never heard of the five C's? No. Okay, so one that follow these five C's, they'd be happy forever? Mm. Mm. I don't like to agree to things <laughs> until he finishes saying <laughs> what he's gonna say, but he be getting me caught up. So, one is your cook, but don't agree or disagree first. Okay. Cook, clean, cater, conceive, and consult. Oh, okay. What y'all think about that? Okay. Cook, clean, cater, conceive, and console. Conceive is a given. Well, if it if it's agreed upon, obviously they're the ones in the conceiving. Conceiving. Oh, 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 oh. But it's not mandatory in 2020. I said, neither wants to have babies. Mm -hmm. I said, this world overpopulated anyways. So I said, people make the conscious decision to not repopulate parents with you. Anna! I'm sorry, guys. Anna's not feeling the population today. I said, some of us should not contribute to the population. You being the end of a generation is just fine. Some, you know, I agree with you to a certain extent. I really do. Some... I mean, I don't want to be mean, but some some people don't. Some lineage just don't either. But I'll be honest, some mm-hmm. women you don't want cooking. <laughs> now they might not be the woman for you, then if that's something that you highly cherish. Or value. Or value. <laughs> the cooking. But I think, okay, so take take the woman out of it. What are you doing? Are you eating McDonald's every day? Exactly. Do you know how to cook? Can you contribute? Maybe she cooks some bomb food, but you really want some Thai noodles, and you make a good Thai noodle. 
But you're not going to do it because you're the man or what? Yes. Wrong. <laughs> I'll just continue missing them Thai noodles until she learns how to cook it. <laughs> but my thing is, Anna, what, okay, I'm going to go back to what you said. What were you doing before her? Right. What Living were you doing before her? Living with his mother. But what if he lives by himself? Yeah. I just want how about that? What if he lives by himself? Oh, you got Popeyes over here. Uh, man. McDonald's over there. But if Grubhub over here. But if he was cooking before she came along, I don't think that that's something that he would say. No, I, I think, think the guys therapy in it. Yeah, I think the guys that are saying that are the ones who been catered to. They they're the ones who are used to their mom or grandma or auntie always fixing them a plate of food. And them not actually in the kitchen, seasoning up food, cutting it up, um, cooking it, making sure it's the right temperature. Like, and I mean, like for real, for real, cooking it. Yeah, I'm not talking thing. about walk away. Mm-mm. No, I'm talking about you standing over there. You got five to six pots going because that's what I call cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm Jamaican. Like you already know. We're meal prepping over here, right? Like it's it's it is what it is. Like I don't think. My mom cooks with less than three pots. If I cook, I don't. You got electric skillet. That's what I use. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see his face? I was like, I have electric skillet. <laughs> but he's cooking. Right. He still know how to make food and fend for himself. So Indeed. that's why I say it's a difference. Like, you got to think about the people saying that. Because mm-hmm. everybody, every guy is not even saying that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. But you say I was with a narcissist, like oh pure narcissist, could do no wrong. Got someone else pregnant while I was pregnant, and he it was like there was nothing wrong in it, like that kind of narcissist. Oh my I god! I cooked, I cleaned, thugging. I conceived. Did he say thugging? Yeah, oh I broke my fork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I catered. And I, what was the last one? As soon as he said, I'm, he said, you cook, you clean, you cook. conceive. I'm done. And you catered. catered. I did all of that. And it wasn't enough. Yeah. So Clearly like, it wasn't enough because he had to go get him some dessert. Mm-hmm. He didn't make the dessert, and he got Anna. a couple extra desserts. Anna. So, but now let's see with Trayvon. I cook sometimes. I clean sometimes. <laughs> I console sometimes. I cater sometimes. And I conceived. So, but he's happy. And he's not seeking elsewhere. So I said, it's just different, you know, different types of different people. So but don't what, give too much to someone who won't reciprocate it because... It's all about reciprocation for me. Mm-hmm. And they don't even have to reciprocate it in the same way. Like, you don't have to cook and he has to cook, right? But if you right. cook and he does the dishes, I feel like that's reciprocation. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a great compromise. Exactly. You know, Trayvon's a truck driver, so he's gone most of the week, right? When he comes back... I probably expect too much because I'm like, well, you weren't here the whole week, but he was also working 24-7 mm-hmm. because even when he wasn't working, he was on a truck, mm-hmm. right? So I can't be like, I cleaned four of these days, you cleaned this entire weekend. It can't be like that. Mm-hmm. So you got to do the give and take for that. It's got to be balanced. I'm thinking about love languages, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we always talk about that. I'm a server, so natural. Mm-hmm. And his love language is touch and affection, and I, like, hate it. What? <laughs> That's a rare thing. I hate it. Wow. He always wants me like touching on him. I'm just like, and what the way I do touch, he hates it. So (laughs) 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 he's like, he's like, that's not what I mean. I said, but that's how I show my affection. I like to slap your ass. He's like, I don't. He's like. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
and he just don't like that. So I'm like, well, you know, and mine's like acts of service, you know. Yeah. And when he come home, he's really tired. So it's like, so like we're learning it, and we still, like our vibe is still really good, but. It's like I have to be conscious of like, you know what? I haven't been as affectionate as I should be for this man to feel appreciated. He don't care how much I cook and clean. He wants physical touch. That's why I said with Cardi B and Offset, that may not have been what it was. (laughs) It may not have been no waffle cooking and cleaning. Mm -mm. You just didn't know his love language. So... I think that's important. I think people think those five things that you mentioned are like the tell-all bicep, but if it doesn't touch on the love language, but then what it's if, not going to be enough. What if she just don't want to be married, though? That's fair. I wish she figured that out before she got married. But that's not... Because <laughs> now, now it's just legally complicated. Yeah. Now you got assets to divide and children, you know. In my opinion, I feel like, look... <laughs> You know what you came in with? You know what I did. Mm-hmm. So, you know how I contributed. Just cut it. Let's go ahead and cut it. Just cut me the check so I can go on about my business. We don't need this complication. We don't need this complication. But see, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We can always go back to, well, whose fault was it? We can go back to that. Or we can just chop it up for what it is. Lick either, the wounds. Either, right, lick the wounds. Either I don't want it. And I'm not willing to go through mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Cause some mm-hmm. people would just go through it just to come out on the other side to say that they got they got they through, got through it. it. Yeah, that was like nah. My ex, he's like we, you know, when his family they work through anything, and the certain things I put him through, I was like, there's certain things you shouldn't have to work through. I said, and you went through them, and you're trying to work through it. I said, you're just hurting yourself because I'm not changing. Heck no. And he's, he's, he's still it. he's still trying to. Fix it. I'm just like, bro. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm just like, I'm good. I wish Kari the best, though. Mm-hmm. I wish Kari the best. I wish Offset the best. He, I feel like he gonna be straight forever. Mm-hmm. Um, endless <laughs> opportunities. But, exactly. <laughs> like I didn't want to say that, but I mean, it is what endless it is. Options. But I mean, I also feel the same way about Cardi. I mean, anybody. Yeah. Cardi could have anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, I can tell, like, she's, she's like, really gung-ho, like, happy about being a mom. Her mom and career. Yeah. I don't think wife was a that, top priority. See, like? <laughs> but I can't speak on it. I don't know. I never had a conversation but, about it. But from the outside looking in, it seemed like her being a mother and her being an artist and a businesswoman. Businesswoman. Was first. And Business and babies. I'm a huge advocate for business and babies. <laughs> like, people will hate me because I'll tell you. What about a two-parent household? These babies what about being it? being raised in broken homes, I said. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We got some of the best people coming out of broken homes. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not saying that that's like anything to necessarily like strive for. Strive for. But, I mean, we don't. I'm, I'm, I would definitely say like. You could have, you could have, you could come from a two-parent household and be screwed up, and be screwed up, and you could come from a single-parent household and be, be humbled. humbled. You know, so it just, it's, it's all about the person yeah. at the end of the day. It's, it's 
Mm-hmm. Look, like I said, business and babies. Business and I'm babies. here for it. I'm here for business and babies. Um, well, yeah. Are you ready to get into this hair? Oh yeah. <laughs> I won't bless y'all with my little growth today. But. Look, we be in here straight, comfortable, no flex at all, no flex, no shame. Not. I like that. No flex, no shame. No flex, no shame. All right, I'm gonna write it down so we can get that on the shirt. <laughs> Ooh. No flex, no shame. Austin, you like that? Yeah, cool. No, would you wear that? I wouldn't. That ain't my style. <laughs> I know what I mean. I'm rude. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, with his face, <laughs> he be saying some of the most. I'm not even gonna go there. But sometimes I be like, um, I just mm. want like, I want to have like myself on a shirt things mm. i would actually say oh yeah just I agree. my own my own little analogies mm-hmm. or i don't know what you call them what you call them slogans models mm-hmm. whatever um yeah. anywho catchphrases catchphrases mm-hmm. yes oh my goodness like yeah. ooh, get out of my head i try just <sighs> keep going back so guys the questions so what okay so what was your question i'm interested in knowing your question is a wig considered a protective style? Oh, I'm so glad she asked. Protective or is it So, here's the thing. Okay, guys, this is the segment about protective styling. Okay, you with us? Okay, great. Okay. So, here's the thing about protective styles. Mm-hmm. Wigs, wigs and weaves are considered to be protective styles. Okay. Um, if done right. If done right. Yeah. Exactly. If done right. Wigs, I will not say wigs are bad. I won't say that any styling is bad. bad. It's the quantity. It's, it's, it's the quantity. And the quality. It's the quality. It's the structure. Mm-hmm. And it is accessibility. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And I can say that when you're wearing wigs, first of all, Wigs, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, and y'all know I don't wear wigs, but this ain't no shade of anybody that does wear wigs. Mm-hmm. To me, wigs are meant for people who cannot grow hair. Mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. and I know for a fact that um, wigs are a trend. The lace fronts, they're a trend. They're a trend, but they've been around for ages. Yeah, for Um, Because plenty of actors and actresses, mm-hmm. they they they've been on the main they've been on yeah. the main screen yeah. for for ages. But um, when it comes to wigs, it should definitely come off. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'll repeat it: your wig should definitely come off daily or weekly. Or it should definitely come off daily mm-hmm. because your like wig that. is not meant. If you have hair up under your wig, your wig is not supposed to just stay planted onto your head because mm-hmm. your scalp needs to breathe. Mm-hmm. Your hair needs air. It needs moisture. Yeah. So if you have a bunch of product on your scalp that you use you to braid your hair, plus you're sweating. Mm-hmm. Just being human. Just being human because naturally you're sweating anyway. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. You're you, you yeah. sweating your scalp. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's taking place without you even thinking and knowing. Mm-hmm. So your wig should definitely come off every day. Yep. If you have a wig that's sewn down, please don't have it sewn down for a whole two, three months. No, that's the wrong mm-hmm. answer. If your wig can lift up. 
time to take it out. It well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but essentially, when you get weaves, mm. you know, weaves are supposed to be a protective style, a protective measure, right. so that you can leave your hair alone, right? Yeah. Okay, but if you braid the braids up under there, mm -hmm. and they're tight, and then mm. you sew the braids together, and then you also sew oh. those in or mm -hmm. sew them too tight together. Then you sew on the weave onto that. Okay, so that's five types of tension. I didn't even mention when you were blow drying the hair. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even mention the part where you had to comb out the hair. That's the other two ten that's the other two levels of tension. Mm -hmm. And those are that's five that's five levels of mm -hmm. tension plus five variations of manipulation. Yep. Then you got that's friction. Th friction. Yep. That's where a lot of the breakage is coming from. Yeah. You know, that's where um that's where people are suffering from the traction alopecia which that is that is 9 times out of 10 that that that's permanent. So, yeah. if you're already going bald and you know, you it's, it's getting smooth and it's receding. Mm -hmm. The hair is not coming back. I mean, it's, it's smooth. Shiny. It's shiny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that hair is not coming back. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times, even when it comes down to mm -hmm. getting box braids or crochet, like when you're getting crochet, um, a lot of people don't know that when you're getting these crochet styles, your braids don't need to be excessively tight. They really don't need to be tight at all. You really just need to get the braids in, mm -hmm. use very, very, very little tension because that needle needs to be able to go in between that cornrow so that you can attach that hair. Right. But if the braid is extremely tight and then you go in and you stick in. that needle in there, you're literally pulling mm -hmm. that hair from the scalp. Yeah. So then you're causing breakage from the jump. It doesn't help. It doesn't help anything. Um, another issue is not being able to access your hair. So going back to the weaves and the wigs, like if you have a wig sewn down to your head for a month at a time and your hair is just under there getting dry mm -hmm. and it's getting thirsty, that means it's getting brittle. Mm -hmm. And then also the hair that's shedding that, that's naturally shedding because your hair sheds daily. Mm -hmm. So the hair that's naturally shedding, that's also taking place. Plus the hair is becoming more dry. So then you have a thing called excessive shedding, which that is a result of lack of hydration. That's yeah. a lack of moisture. Yeah. And that's moisture of the whole hair, not just the scalp. Right. The yeah. scalp is, I mean, the scalp is, is, one, is one thing. That's essential. Like, in order to grow healthy hair, period, you need a healthy scalp. But while you have a wig sewn down or tracks sewn in, if you're not able to access mm -hmm. your hair and provide hydration to it, provide moisture to it, you're going to end up with breakage. Mm -hmm. So the length retention is non-existent at that point. You're right. not going to retain a whole bunch of length, a whole lot of length. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a healthy length. No. You see some people, they have these strings. <laughs> and it's down in here, but it's, it looks. It's, it's down in here, but it's see-through. It's, it's see-through. That's, I mean, that's, that's just, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Really and truthfully, that actually has to be cut because that's really just, that's, that, those are strands that just are breaking. Falls off as <laughs> the new comes in. They're, they're, they're breaking. They're lacking moisture. They're lacking protein. Um...
Mm-hmm. And eventually it's like it's it's unhealthy. It's not be it's not gonna it's not being kept. No. So eventually you have to trim that and start all over. Yeah. So when it comes to protective styles, you have to pick I in my opinion, I believe you have to pick styles that are going to be suitable for you yeah. as the individual because everybody yeah. can't wear the same kind of styles. Mm-mm. Like everybody's scalp is not the same. Mm-mm. And when you wear these protective styles and you have artificial hair that you want to add to it you have to think about those fibers those fibers are foreign fibers so those also play a part mm-hmm. in causing breakage to the hair which Interesting. yeah it causes friction and then it yep. causes breakage yep it's like how you want it to sleep on a plastic pillow but you got plastic hair yeah exactly. just rubbing mating with your your real hair yeah and mm. <clears throat> that was another reason why um when it came down to getting the braids like a lot of people were like oh free dress is good oh queen bee is good really and truthfully i mean at the end of the day you just have to find a right. good quality of hair that you know it, it's it's all canuglon it's not it's not the best right but some hair is of better quality but still, those foreign fibers rubbing up against your hair, you know, for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. and you're not hydrating your hair, it will break off. Um, if yep. you're wanting it to stay a protective style, then you need to be moisturizing your hair. And the best way to get moisture into the hair is by shampooing it. Hmm. And you can shampoo your hair with a weave. Mm-hmm. You can shampoo your hair with braids. Mm-hmm. Crochet... That's a little tricky, um, depending on how you do your knots. Um, yeah, that that might be a little bit tricky. You, yeah, you might not you might not be able to get in there as good as you want to. Right. Um, but typically, people don't really leave crochet. Well, it just depends on you. Right. I wouldn't leave crocheting longer than two or three weeks. That's the longest I have mine in. Yeah. Because I'm, you, you need to be able to get to your hair and you need to be able to get to your scalp. Right. And another helpful tip would be to take your hair down, like if you have braids and you have braids in for a while and they like, they're long, mm-hmm. but you don't really know where your hair stops in the braids. You kind of just guess and then you just cut. Right. That's you. You could be essentially cutting off your hair. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> so, you know, you just have to be careful about how you take your hair down. Yeah. Um, When I take mm-hmm. my client's hair down from a long wear style, what I do is I like to, of course, I take down the braid, but I oil the hair. Yeah. Yeah, I so put it oil. Slips. Exactly. So it causes some slippage. Yeah. Basically, like I'm moisturizing that hair. Even though I'm going to shampoo it, I still just kind of get some of that, get some oil yeah. and run it on the hair because I want the cuticle to be softer. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go and detangle. Yeah. And then the oil also helps to lift up some of the debris that was around the base of the mm-hmm. So. It helps with the friction. So it just makes it a cleaner process to get mm-hmm. the hair out with less damage at that point, too. Exactly. Yeah. Now, when you do have braids in, I know some people feel like, oh, well, I don't want to I don't want to shampoo my hair. I don't want to shampoo it because it'll mess it up. Actually, mm-hmm. that will actually make the style look better when mm-hmm. you shampoo. Good. 
yeah when you shampoo the scalp it makes the scalp cleaner of course because you when i say you need cleaner hair in order to grow healthy hair mm -hmm. but when you shampoo your hair and you have like box braids and i'm just gonna use box braids because i do a lot of box braids a lot of people are wearing box braids right now yeah um I say that you can shampoo. I tell my clients, you can shampoo. Come to me. I shampoo, of course. Um, <laughs> it's included. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> shampoo your hair because when we're using products to lay our parts and make sure that hair is nice and slick, mm -hmm. going up into the braids, um, that product is going to eventually cause some buildup once it meets with the natural oils from your scalp. Yeah. It's going to have some buildup. And you want to get rid of that buildup because mm -hmm. if you just allow that buildup to build up, then what that essentially does is it causes tangling. It causes matting. Mm -hmm. So that's when you start to actually comb out the length that you just got. Uh, yeah, because them hairs did not have to go. So... <laughs> They didn't have to go. So when you have your when you have your long wear styles in, um, you you want to shampoo your hair. You want to condition your hair. Let me see what you. Let me see that. So what can men do? Since you're not giving us no love. At night, since it's longer than normal. Since <laughs> what are you getting game right now? <laughs> since you're not giving us game. Um, for men, like for you, puffy hair. It's so cute. It's so cute. Maybe saying puffy hair. No, but still. Um, the reason, yeah, I was gonna say like the reason why some guys can't maintain their length is because they're not manipulating it as much. They just let it be chilling. They just let it chill. So. Yeah, essentially, really what you guys have to do. And honestly, guys shampoo their hair more. Trigger on you some Dove soap on his head. I shampoo my hair once a week. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But ima imagine somebody who had a sew-in for two months. And didn't do it. And didn't do nothing. Didn't it oil smells. it. Nothing. I'm you probably not. don't have to imagine. You probably know what it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, for men, men... Actually, y'all don't really suffer from these same issues because one, y'all are not putting a whole lot of attention on your hair. Mm -hmm. You're not manipulating it by blow drying it, combing it, um, twisting it, it. You just let it be. Okay. And curls actually thrive better together. That's why you're able to hold on to so much of your length. And that's why your hair has just is just taken off. So yeah, you're not messing with it. You're mm -hmm. not letting you're not you're not breaking off what's there to potentially be there that what's there to actually stay um but but a do-rag a do-rag helps men, men can wear bonnets uh -huh. too satin <laughs> preferably satin or just a satin <laughs> pillowcase yes curly can connect we have bonnets on deck for you satin bonnets mm -hmm. we have satin edge scarves also satin silk pillowcases uh, i don't have pillowcases mm -hmm. yet <laughs> Like for the men and well, yeah. in general, but pillowcase. Exactly. Shoes. I mean, if you want to protect your hair from having like the wrong kind of friction, I guess you could say. If you want to make sure that your hair is not breaking off, satin is a good material. You know, my nephew. 
He's a perfect example of somebody that's doing too much with his hair. Why do you say that? Because he's he breaking the, ten, the texture off his hair. Because mm -hmm. he washes his hair too much and he put leave-in conditioner every day. Every day? Mm -hmm. hmm. I told him he cut his hair 14 times. He about what? to cut it out because there's nothing in there. You know what it looks like? It looks like somebody. What is it when you uh, blow dry hair too much? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Because mm. it's not. It's nothing. He do too much to it. Hmm. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, you can't overdo it. You yeah. can't. You Wait, can. No, I mean, you gotta give your hair some time to receive. You about to cut his hair off because of that for the third time. Cause he be doing too much. Really? Yes. And I mean, also conditioning is really good with heat. I'll just throw that out there. When you condition your hair, it's mm -hmm. it's a good practice for you to apply heat. Heat Open. opens up your hair. Your hair is sometimes your hair is like this if you have average porosity if you have high porosity it's like this if it's low then it's like really really compact but nine times out of ten if you got average porosity you apply some heat to your conditioner your hair's gonna open up it's gonna receive it it's gonna open up and it's gonna receive it until you cool it down that's when the dryer cuts off or the steam We'll talk about steam, but when you cut that heat off of it and you let it cool, then the hair is actually able to naturally close on its own. Then you go back and you rinse with the cool water because a cool a cool substance is actually what closes up the, the, the cuticle. So that's those are just some ways for you to prevent the breakage in mm -hmm. um, your protective styling. So... Look, I got notes, but it's just like, y'all, come on now. Come on now. Let's do this thing right. Protective styles are not breaking your hair. Mm -hmm. It's how your hair is being done. It's who's doing your styling. And it's what you're doing in between while you have the style in. Mm -hmm. So you do need to keep in mind a few things. Um, porosity is one of those things to keep in mind. You actually should find out your porosity prior to you getting long wear styles. I call protective styles long wear styles. Mm -hmm. It just depends on what the style is. But um, when you're getting your long wear styles, it really would help for you to figure out your porosity. Um, an easy way for you to figure out your porosity is to get four sets of strands. And you need to get that from four four parts of the hair Different areas yeah so you'll get it from the front hairline you'll get one strand from the temple you'll get one from the crown and then you'll get one from the nape area which is in the back the kitchen <laughs> um the reason why you want to get those strands is because you do have at least a minimum of four types of curl patterns on your head everybody that, that, that i don't care you have straight hair she got it <laughs> i be in her head she got it Everybody has four types of curl mm -hmm. patterns on mm -hmm. their head. So that's different levels of porosity. So you can take those strands, rub from the ends of the strands down to the root. And if you feel any, if you feel excessive roughness, that means there's high porosity. And then if you feel like some moderate roughness, but it's smooth, <laughs> then of course that's average then if you feel like real tight, compact strands, that means it's low porosity. That's the easiest way. You don't have to do the water test. You don't have to do whatever. 
It's some other tests mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. but you definitely can feel your cuticle, and you will be able to feel if that cuticle is excessively rough, then you know you have high porosity. That means that your hair is going to take in a lot of moisture. It's going to absorb a lot of moisture. So if your hair is able to absorb a lot of moisture, nine times out of ten, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have to keep rehydrating. Mm-hmm. You got to okay. keep rehydrating. I was watching the time I could actually see. So if you have average porosity, that means that you can go maybe a little bit longer than someone who has high porosity. You 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 won't have to rehydrate as much, but that means that your hair can receive, absorb moisture well. It doesn't leave the hairs as fast. And then if the hair is compact and real um, real closed up smooth and um like if it's really smooth that means of course you have low porosity so it's gonna be hard for you to really get any moisture into the hair open it up yeah you heat you oh you and that's what i'm saying like heat is what actually helps Mm -hmm. so know those things before you do your protective styles and know what type of styles work for you like what type of protective styles do you like? I like the knotless box braids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you can get to your scalp, you mm-hmm. can shampoo. Yep. You know, your hair is not compact, it's mm-hmm. not all itchy. Nope. I can. And then, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. for you, it's not manipulate, it doesn't manipulate as much. Mm-hmm. And you have thick hair. Yes. So, that's another, that's another factor, too. You mm-hmm. have to consider the size of your braids. That's the biggest thing. I That's a big old box braids, but got thin hair. Yes, it's too heavy. It's too heavy. Like if you're getting braids, say, I mean, say you got really fine hair and you're getting really fat, chunky braids, you have a you have a more higher chance of tension. You know, uh, traction alopecia happening because that's a lot of tension. Your hair can't hold that weight. You know, it, it's not if it's not able to hold that much weight. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the density to hold that much weight of that braid, then what happens is it's gonna cause a lot of tension in that in in that in that concentrated area. So that can actually cause your hair to come out. Would a good braider tell you not to get them? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not about to get them, but get a smaller size. Get a smaller size. Or you can also resort to styles like the tribal braids, the Fulani braids, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the cornrows. Because yeah. those don't want, just speaking from a braider perspective, they don't take a whole lot of tension. Mm-hmm. They don't do, it, it, <laughs> done it, right. it, if done right, it shouldn't be a whole lot of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely protective styles are a good are a good thing. Mm-hmm. I don't say that protective styles are not good. When um, done right, when they're done properly, yeah, they are a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful way to grow your hair. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking for the people who don't wear a whole lot of protective styles, like myself, y'all y'all know I don't wear a lot of protective styles. Happening without it, <laughs> but you see, growing without them. Um, mainly, you want to make sure that you know your porosity. And like I said, you can do your strand test, figuring out your porosity. A lot of times, 
Um, when you're doing your natural styling, mm. a good gel, a good mousse, a good sealant, mm. um, a nice a nice oil that you can use on your hair without it being too greasy is gonna be your best bet. Because for natural styles, you 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 tend to get a better turnaround as far as length retention because you're able to hydrate your hair, you're able to moisturize it and keep it um, smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, you're able to make sure that you can get to your scalp if it needs to be oiled up, and yeah. you're gonna actually keep that styling for maybe two, maybe three weeks. So you're gonna be shampooing your hair a lot sooner than someone who's wearing protective styles. Mm-hmm. So. The best way, and just overall for everyone, the best way to keep your hair moisturized and hydrated is shampooing. Mm -hmm. That's why when people used to um, go to the beauty salons on a regular Mm -hmm. back in the day, um, that's why a lot of women will be leaving with their hair swinging, natural hair swinging, just flowing in the wind, thick, healthy, bouncy, vibrant. That's why they would be leaving with such beautiful, voluptuous hair because they were getting it hydrated. Shampooing your hair actually moisturizes your hair. It actually sh- it actually creates a nice, I don't want to say pump, but it boosts that moisture in your hair. So if you're not shampooing your hair, essentially it is going to get dry because if you're not shampooing it, then you're not conditioning it. And you're not cleaning it. And you're not cleaning it. There's a buildup. So you think you're putting products in your hair, but you're just putting it on. On. Oh, I'm so glad she's, bro. So, so glad she said that. That's exactly what's happening because you, you can't keep piling product on product on product on product. That actually clogs up. Your pores. Your scalp is made up of pores, yes. Mm -hmm. So you're actually clogging those pores and you're preventing the natural oil, which is sebum, S-E-B-U-M. Sebum. If you're preventing that natural oil from getting to the surface, Mm -hmm. meaning if you're preventing it from lubricating the new hair, then guess what's going to happen? It's going to pop off right there at the scalp. Yeah. That is how you get breakage. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we can get in the heat and all that all day long, but right now we're talking about protective styles and natural styling. Um, both can very well be great ways to grow your hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. But here's the thing. The rate in which your hair grows is not going to speed up only based on what you're putting on your hair. Right. The rate of your hair is dependent on your health. It depends on what's, what's going in your body. Water. Water. <laughs> Protein. Mm -hmm. You need water. You need protein. Also, stress plays a big factor. So that plays a big role in what happens with your hair. Mm -hmm. Um, Example, I was coloring my hair. Yes, I know. Y'all going to be like, oh, she coloring her. But now my mom does it because she's (laughs) also a stylist. (laughs) So (laughs) when I was coloring my hair, and I'll tell you this, um... My horror story. I'll tell you my horror story, but you had a horror story too. I want. <laughs> but when I was coloring my hair, I noticed all around the perimeter of my hair was growing, getting along. Everything was just thriving. But in this middle section, for some reason, my length was just. Ch- it was just chopping off. 
So guess what I learned? Guess what I learned? I, I realized and figured out that my hair was being over-processed. Ooh. It was over-processed in the middle, and guess why? Because I can't see the middle of my hair the way that I can see my clients. The same thing that I'm telling them, I've done it, but physically I just know it's not, it's, it, you don't attain the same, um, you don't get the same perspective when you're looking at your hair in a mirror. It's not the same. A stylist, an educated stylist, you know, they're going to be able to look at your hair and see it's being over-processed mm-hmm. when they're doing your service. They're, they'll be able to see, okay, I don't need to start here. I need to start here. We know that. We're trained to know that. We're trained mm-hmm. to handle your hair that way and care for your hair that way. We, we have to know the signs of hair before we get licensed. Mm. Period. Mm. So licensed. before we get licensed, we have to know that. Mm-hmm. So that is why I stress shampooing your hair and making sure that your hair is shampooed prior to you getting your long wear styles. I mean, you, you're going to get your head um, braided up and it's going to be braided up for a month and you haven't mm. shampooed it. Mm. You, didn't, you didn't shampoo it right before you got that. So mm. now you have a couple of weeks of buildup. Yes. Plus, or you have two or three days of buildup. Plus, you're now wearing braids, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna t- you're not gonna take those braids out in less than three weeks. You're not. So now you have another three weeks of buildup. So what do you think is going to happen to your hair if it hasn't been hydrated, and then you're also not hydrating your hair while you have the braids in because you're not you're not oiling your hair every day. You're not even shampooing your hair. So. That is what is going to cause breakage in the end. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not to sound, you know, like, I don't want to sound redundant, but you have to shampoo your hair. You have to condition your hair. Hydrating your hair with steam is one of the best things that you can do for your cuticle because Mm -hmm. it makes the hair more supple and it creates um, stronger elasticity in the hair. Mm -hmm. If you don't have any elasticity in the hair, nine times out of ten, it's going to break. And if it breaks, that means it's highly, highly porous. Mm. So nine times out of ten, um, like I said, it's not necessarily the braids, and it's not necessarily you having it um, weaved, but it's the process in which you're getting it done, who's doing it, and what you're doing in between, and how you take it down Meaning what you're doing afterwards. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot. I'm really hoping I'm dropping some gems on you guys. Because I know y'all been waiting. And I've been holding back because I be looking at YouTube and I be going through these little videos. And I'm just like, you're not explaining it mm-hmm. the way that I think you should explain it. But I'm going to just let you explain it because you got 4.2 million views. But it's okay. Hmm. The one thing I see in my mom, the I'm in a mixed babies mom group. Mm-hmm. The one thing I see a lot of the moms say for babies oh. who have probably in the four four category, four A to four C, even the three, is like, well, we only shampoo it once a month Ooh! because we don't want to dry it out because <laughs> four four type hair is dry. Can you debunk the myth of four C hair being dry? 
if the hair is already dry and you're not shampooing it, and I just said the best way to hydrate the hair is by shampooing it, why would you not be shampooing it? You have to shampoo your hair. Water has to be getting... <laughs> let me be. Let me break it. Water has to be getting to your hair. It has to be getting to the strands, meaning from the roots to the ends. Mm -hmm. Water has to be getting to those strands. Now, for the 4C hair, if the hair is dry, that means guess what? Nine times out of ten, it's what low porosity we're dealing with mm -hmm. or high porosity we're dealing with. Right. It depends on what section of the head we're dealing with. But guess yep. what? The whole entire head needs to absorb moisture anyway. Yep. And if the baby's hair is getting dry within two, three days, then we need to be using a leave-in conditioner to rehydrate it. Mm -hmm. The hair has to stay hydrated. If the hair is dry and it's brittle, um, that's what starts the process of damage. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't know what dry actually feels like. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the moms who are of Caucasian descent think it feels silky. Mm-hmm. And 4C might not necessarily feel silky, yeah. but it's still not dry. There's right. a different texture, but it's still moisturized. Right, But right. they're saying it's dry. So they just got to learn that texture is, does not correlate with, like, feel Right. The same way through the different textures. Right. Like a moisturized two type hair will feel different than a moisturized four type hair. Yep. But it they are both still moisturized. Exactly. Exactly. Because with like four C, you have a tighter coil. Mm -hmm. You have a tighter coil, meaning the and then the hair is super super thick. Mm -hmm. So it's more compact. That cuticle is more compact. That means there's low porosity. That means it's hard for moisture to get into the hair, mm -hmm. which means she gonna have to get her hair shampooed more often mm -hmm. than the girl she that got the five. 3B. The 3B, the 4A, mm -hmm. she, she gonna have to get more hydration yep. than anybody else. The hot oil treatments. The hot oil treatments, remember what I said, heat. Heat, heat the, and let me be clear, cause I know somebody is probably gonna ask, well Jay, um, what about the blow dryer? No. That's, that's a different kind of heat. That's a different kind of heat. That's, I'll, I'll say we got artificial heat and then we got like artificial or electric versus like body heat. Mm -hmm. Your body heat is actually really good to condition with too. Put the, mm -hmm. put the plastic cap on. Yeah. yeah put the yep. plastic cap on. Put a towel on that. Yeah. Warmth. Self-baking. We'll say warmth. Yeah. We'll just we'll say warmth because when you blow dry your hair, that's direct heat going onto your hair. You flat iron your hair, that's direct heat going. So you do need a sealant. You mm -hmm. need a light oil serum. Yeah. If your hair is being compressed. Yeah. Mm hmm Compressed with heat. Yeah. Smack dab between two irons or a blow dryer. Flattens. Yeah. Yeah. You need a sealant. It's because like manipulated heat. It, it, it is. It's 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 artificial. It's artificial heat. Plus, we're able to cool the hair. A, a good, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you, the secret to utilizing the blow dryer heat versus a steam and then your hooded dryer mm -hmm. is controlling it. You can control those temperatures. 
like on our blow dryer, we have a setting mm -hmm. where you can cool that hair. Like when I'm blow drying my clients, I'm blow drying their hair at the at the second setting, which is like the highest setting on my blow dryer, to smooth out that hair. But that is not until like the last little bit of time. So when you blow dry, you blow dry in steps. Mm -hmm. So I blow dry. I'm getting. I'm starting off on that low heat yeah. just to get, a, you know, just to smooth the hair out, and I'm smoothing out with my hand. So I'm holding the hair, putting just a light tension on the hair, and I'm smoothing out the hair with the blow dryer. Then I raise the heat a little bit on the blow dryer. Then I'm cooling it. So there's three. There's there's. Mm -hmm. It's in steps. You don't want to just go in boom using one type of setting. You know, you don't want to stay on that one setting and just blow dry the hair and add so much heat to the hair where it's crispy and dry as a bone when you're done with it because you're about to put the flat iron on it. That's why you can't have your clients come in with their hair blow dry. No! I can tell you I ain't never did that when I try to blow dry my hair. I put it on high and try to get it done as quick as possible. <laughs> exactly. And that's what most of that's what most people are trying to do. They're trying to get things done in a quick. more quicker way. Right. So, you know, it's like I said, it's these things are not what's bad. It's the process to get there. To get to the end result that's done wrong. It's default in some kind of way. Yeah. So, you know, with the hooded dryer and with the steam, steam, you know, of course, that's that's produced from water. So the steam is a, a beautiful thing because it's created by water. So that is like the best treatment to do. That's like the best strengthening treatment to do on curly super curly or curly hair period um now when you use the hooded dryer i use the hooded dryer to heat my conditioners up usually mm. if somebody is relaxed because mm. if you do the steam it makes the hair a little it, it makes it super super soft huh. yeah because when it's chemically treated mm -hmm. you're already kind of weakening those bonds yeah yeah so yeah they're broken exactly straight so when you so when then when you add the steam to it, it makes it more mushy. So it can actually slide. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. that's that's one reason why I do my steams on my natural girls who have those compact curls, who have yeah. those voluptuous curls. Um, but for my ladies who are relaxed, which I don't have any more ladies that are relaxed. Relaxed clients. No, I don't have any relaxed clients. Mm. Everybody is natural. <laughs> so. Um, I hope those those tips help. Um, I did talk about the structure, the styles. Um, we talked about tension. We talked about friction. We talked yeah. about access. We talked about moisture. Um, I'll touch on structure again real yeah. quick because I didn't go in-depth on structure. Yeah. When it comes to um, the structure of your style, the reason why people go so crazy over parts is due to the fact that if you if you have hairs that are out of place in your styling, that is what causes excessive tension. Yeah. That is what causes breakage. So having your hair parted properly is a big deal when it comes to your styling. Mm -hmm. um, parting it, you know, parting with your finger, parting with your comb, making sure that the hairs are not the hair here shouldn't be pulled all the way over here and then braided if it's supposed to be an individual style. Right. If it's supposed to be an individual style. Um, so just making sure that you have all the hairs going in the right direction. 
and preventing any tangling from happening, any matting from happening, making sure that your hair is not just, making sure it's not just thrown together. I'll say that. Make sure it's clean, not a whole lot of pulling is going on. And when you take your hair down, don't just cut your braids because you are, you don't know where you're cutting and essentially you could be cutting off length. Mm-hmm. And be gentle, love on your hair, sit there with a rat tail comb, take your time because if you did have braids in your hair and it took you six and a half hours to get them done, it's not going to take you five minutes to take them down. So just be careful about how you take your hair down. Um, What else? Mainly, I would say keeping your hair moisturized. Making sure that you're getting good quality hair. Okay. Making sure that you don't have a whole lot of tension and a whole lot of manipulation. Keeping low manip- keeping manipulation low would be best. Mm-hmm. Would that would just be the best thing. Yeah. Don't just take one out and slap another one on. She said it. Let your hair breathe. Yeah. 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 For at least a couple. Let it breathe. The hair needs air. The hair has to. Well, I'll say your scalp. Your scalp has to breathe. Um, If you wear wigs, take them. Come on. And they take the wig off. A lot of people are damaging their edges just from wanting to have their edges laid. And we get it. I understand. But I ain't going to trip if my healthy edges want to pop up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? They're there. edges. <laughs> but once they're gone, they're gone. So give your hair a break. You don't have to keep gluing down and tacking down, you know, the lace front, the lace wigs. It's Those things are honestly meant for people, those are solutions meant for people who cannot grow hair. Yeah. So they are not lace is not meant to lay on top of natural hair mm-hmm. for two for three to four or five weeks at a time. It's not. Mm-mm. It's not. It, it it's just not. And I mean people want people will want to debate with me about it, but it's really not even up for debate because we got I mean, we have facts. We we can show where people are actually going bald. We can show where people have literally right where the lace is glued around. We can show you where the hair is not growing back. How is it supposed to grow through glue? Like, it's not... You're just clogging it. And it can't... Clogging it, yeah. and then at the same time, those natural oils are not able to travel to the surface. No, it's getting caught up in that funk right there. It's it's a natural lubricant. You need that in order for your strands to come out healthy. Yeah. You need that. They 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 come off broken and damaged when you're not doing what you need to do from the very beginning, which is making sure your hair is clean, making sure your hair is hit with moisture. Hits. Healthy hair is is meant to lay smooth. It's meant to it's it, it. I mean, it's meant to be shiny. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like your hair is looking dull, or if you feel like you need a boost of shine, get a hydration mm-hmm. treatment. Get a hydration I treatment. Look at what the men are doing. 
No, it's not always the same because hormones play a part exactly. in hair growth. Exactly. But why is their hair growing and they're not doing so much to it and we're doing all this mm-hmm. craziness just to get a couple inches and we're not gaining anything? Yeah. So definitely take a take a note in what the men are doing, which is minimal. Very and not minimal. even in a bad way, just... And it's growing. I mean... One of the things that I can say I know for a fact that is not allowing people to retain length is constantly manipulating the hair. Constantly manipulating dry, brittle hair. Yeah. If you ever notice when somebody gets their hair braided and they get the little fuzzy hair sticking out, you know, like... If it's like excessive and mm-hmm. you know it's they it's dry. it's dry. Yeah, that was mine. Oh, I got box braids. Yeah, it's 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 typically it dry. You yeah. want to make sure that the hair is smooth. Yeah, you know you don't want it to be just sticking out and it's just all frizzy. It, I mean that's that's what it is. That's hair that's actually on its way to breaking out. Right, because it's just not laying. So is it better to get a haircut before? You get braids? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I actually will do that. Like, when I have my clients come in and I blow dry their hair, typically what I do is I'll do a hydration treatment or I'll do a hooded dryer treatment where I have the conditioner on there. Because yeah. I like to do my protein treatments under the dryer. Yeah. Um, I'll trim their hair after it's done being blow dry because once their hair stretches out, and it's surprising what you see after you're done blow drying the hair. You could actually see where the hair is is dry yeah. and breaking off. Damaged. Damage. Yeah, you can yeah. see where it's damaged. And the and honestly, like the blow dryer can add to it, but that's not the that's not the main cause of it. it. Yeah. That's not the main cause of it. Yeah. You know, over processing the hair and then going to get braids, but not rehydrating the hair or mm-hmm. not getting a pro, a protein balanced treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all ways that the hair breaks off. And, I mean, it sounds simple, but it's so simple that it's not being done. So. Too simple for people. I, you know, I've, I've had people hit me up and they're like, give me something to make my hair grow really and truthfully. (laughs) It, that ain't how it works. That's not really how it works because mm-hmm. nobody can really speed up their hair growth. No. Your hair grows every day. Yeah. Your hair grows every day. Yeah. Now, what happens is it can break off once it hits. Once it at hit, a different rate. Right. It'll break off at a different rate. And once it hits the surface, depending on how you care for it. Yeah. So, um, just some examples of some foreign things because I did not touch on that. Um, you have threads, you have wefts, you have extension hair. So those are some of the fibers, foreign fibers, that actually contribute to breakage and drying out the hair. Yeah. So getting a net done, like getting a net done or placed on your braids when you're actually getting um, a unit, like an install, mm-hmm. that's a good thing because you can always sew the hair onto that so that's less tension Mm -hmm. so if i mean as long as the hair isn't braided too tight that's yeah that's good too but annette helps to alleviate tension and i know a lot of people are going to that technique um and making sure that they have like a net applied because it also allows your clients to get into their hair 
and be able to access the scalp, the strands. Mm -hmm. And one more thing I had to think of, I was thinking about. Oh, someone had inboxed me and she was like, my hair is just always so dry. My first question is, how often are you shampooing? And they'll tell me, oh, I shampoo like once a month. And I'll tell them, that's why. That's why. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why it's breaking off. Like, that's why it's always dry. That's why it's always breaking off. Um, that's why you it feels crispy. Um, try shampooing your hair on a weekly basis, mm -hmm. especially if your hair is out. Try shampooing your hair on a weekly basis. Do that for three to four months. I know that sounds like a long time, but trust me, you can get some length retention in three to four months. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. You see my hair. How often should I shampoo? I, me personally, I think you should shampoo your hair once a week. Good. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you you already have it out. You're not in particular yeah. styles like that. And with us doing color on your hair, she got me. She know I refresh it. It ain't no thing. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're color treated. Yeah. Yes. Shampoo. And, and that's just, that's one of the things that I tell people when it comes to getting your hair colored. Now, this is a part of, this goes into natural styling too, but... If you have color-treated hair and you're natural and you're scared that the color is going to come out and so you're not shampooing your hair, that's the wrong answer. Not how you that, that process, no, that process hair needs to be hydrated. So you should be shampooing your hair on a regular, on a regular, at least how many weeks in a month? Four? Four. You should at least be shampooing three times. Boom. I mean, I'm, I'm being honest because this is, like, the number one question. This is, like, the number one issue. And this doesn't matter. It, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, this is men. This is women. This is all shades. So this doesn't just apply to uh, black women or what. No, it's everybody. Everybody that I've come in contact with has had the same issue. Kids, older people. Middle-aged people, men, women. Everybody. You you have to hydrate your hair. It has to stay mm -hmm. clean. And you have to make sure that you're not manipulating it too much. And too much meaning excessive tension, excessive pulling, twisting, yeah. all that. Rubber bands. Oh, the rubber she, bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Okay, so, yeah, that's pretty much all that I have. I mean, I pretty much wrapped that up. That was good. Yeah, minimize tension, not doing your weaves too tight, mm. too removing that buildup. Yeah. Wow, I cannot believe it. I have these beautiful notes, and I literally just... Went right through. Just went right through them. Off the yeah. dome. Off the dome. Look, well, you know, you know. I mean, 15 years in the game, mm -hmm. I should definitely know. I just wrote the notes just to stay on track. But sheesh, I done ran through three pages of notes. But, hey, as I always say, if you guys have questions. Oh, you didn't tell us your story. Oh. I didn't tell my story either. Tell me. What so. Happened? This Why, no? 
No. Okay. It was my first protected. I didn't even see it as a protected style. Okay. So it was the styles I wanted, and uh -huh. which I learned that it was crochet style. But the gal didn't do it. I put the hair in, which was the first mistake. Oh, you did it. Yeah. So I told her I just want cornrows. Well, she corn. She gave me tight cornrows, which is the first issue. Well, now I went to crochet the hair in on freshly done cornrows, which were tight. So it was to the point where I was like cussing and like trying to get Ooh. these things in because it was tight. And I'm not knowing. I don't know what I'm doing. I was. 19 mm. just wanted some long water wave crochet hair and so I was just pulling doing manipulating everything and when I took it out three four weeks later ooh, no shampoo and nothing like it was just I just had them in I said I had less hair coming out of my protective style than I had going in ooh. and I had red dots all over your scalp all over those scalp. are called scalp abrasions mm -hmm. all over so you had welts mm-hmm oh because i was just pulling and you can hear the little like popping mm -hmm. of your hair yeah and i'm just like oh it's not a big deal mm. i had a lot less hair coming out of that hairstyle than i had going in i don't blame the braider because she didn't know i was doing crochet but they were tight mm -hmm. but you know cornrows the first day you don't want them lifting off your head so they crochet, yeah. yeah, yeah, from crochet, yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, I just told her I wanted cornrows, mm -hmm. and so you know, if it was just the cornrows, they weren't hurting. Yeah. But as soon as I shoved a crochet needle underneath them, my head was hot. Right, my right. My head was upset. Yeah. So now that's one of the things that I mean, that goes back to the consultation, like, mm -hmm. is what these for? You yeah, you have to consult. You have to consult with your clients i mean and i mean i'm talking to styles like you have to consult with your clients and i'm talking to the ones who don't do it i'm not talking to the ones who do it because y'all are probably like in. well we do that already i understand no, but we still got people out here that's not doing it and it's because they're not being mentored and coached mm -hmm. um and reminded like just friendly reminder you know talk to people who yeah you're about to get all personal with because really and truly when you enter a relationship with a stylist they're on your head that's a that's a whole ministry you got going on there <laughs> because people tell you all kind of stuff yeah. once you get on top of their head and you got to be right mm -hmm. so you got to know what you're doing because you're the hair doctor you're the one that's actually yeah. you're actually the one that's actually bringing their fantasy to reality mm -hmm. or not because <laughs> sometimes you gotta say no but you should definitely consult and find out what they're getting, why they're getting it, is it for maintenance, whatever the case is, like, you know, what can they manage? Like, it's okay to ask those questions because if somebody's paying you $150 and they come at you and they don't have no hair, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's a problem. I mean, yeah. unless they paid you for, the, you know, for to make them bald, but <laughs> nine times out of ten, no. They didn't do that, yeah. The three other people I've ever braided my hair. One in California, two out here. Had me blow dry it myself and just let me come up in there and just braided it. That's it. Damn. Yeah, that's it. They, I came in with my hair and they just braided it. No consultation, nothing. Oh, wow. I was walked in and they do, 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 walked out. Didn't you get your mint braids when we did your mint braids? Wasn't that for a photo shoot? Yeah, I did a photo shoot with them. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. 
Yeah, it's, I thought that's what it was. Like that's what it was when they tell you to blow dry your hair. And I was like, well, shoot, I haven't learned how to do that because I ain't never did that before. Yeah. And so no. I blow dried it, and then yeah, I just walked into their area and they just braided it, and that was that. I just think, I mean, it, to, in my opinion, I just think that from what I've experienced over the years, <laughs> fifteen. It's just best for me to shampoo your hair. Yeah. Or, like, if I have an assistant, then I know that the assistant does know what to look for. Mm -hmm. But I just know that it's good for you to have that done with us. Because, y'all, people don't know, like, they be having scabs. Scabs, lice. Be bleeding. I'm like, and we shampoo with our hands. Yes, some people wear gloves, some people don't. Yeah. But that stuff get up under your nails. Oh, it's over with. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's over with. It's over. That's I'm sure they could come in with not clean scalps, getting their hair braided. Yeah. They sure, they blow dried it, but did they really wash their hair? No. No. Absolutely not. Not the way they should. No. Mm mm. And then another thing I wanted to add, um, like when you get your protective styles, with your long wear styles. Go back to the person who did it. I mean, if you trust the person that braided it or put the put the extensions in, yeah. go back to them for them to take it down. Yeah. Because that is where the real care comes in. Yeah. The real care comes in before and after. Now, mind you, some people just don't do anything in between. I understand that. Fine. But if you're coming back to me, for me to take down your hair, you gonna get the full treatment. treatment. You gonna get the whole treatment. And sometimes you might have to get a treatment before you get shampooed. That's something else you don't know about. All I'm saying is, be smart about who you're going to to get these styles. Mm -hmm. Do your research. Cheap don't mean better. Cheap don't mean better. Mm -hmm. Might mean you know that later. You know, and you and you might just, I mean, you might like what they do, but, you know, do your research, ask questions, no need to be rude, no need to be nasty, but definitely, definitely make sure that the styles you're getting yeah. and the styles you're wearing, make sure they're suitable for your hair type. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know you got fine hair, don't get no chunky braids. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know you got hair that's thinning out, don't get no heavy braids. Mm -hmm. You know, no. it density plays a role, porosity plays a role, moisture retention, which equals porosity plays <laughs> plays a role. All like it all comes back to the same things. Yeah. Like sure. you need what you need in order to retain what you want to retain. Oh, my story. Yeah, I almost forgot. Okay. Story time. So, back when I was in, was I in beauty school? No, I wasn't in beauty school. Actually, this was right after beauty school. I got a keratin treatment in beauty school. And it was like in February. And then I decided that I wanted to relax my hair. Hmm. <laughs> I got the keratin treatment first. It was like February time frame, right before I graduated. I had that's when I was natural from like mm -hmm. 2011, 2015. Right. And I had big hair. Like I had, right. I was head full. Back when YouTube was not even popping, <laughs> I was like hair was just out here. Big. So 
I was like, um, I want to do a keratin treatment because they was talking about keratin treatments. Right. Yeah. It was Back a big deal for a it, long time. It was. It was like a hot, hot thing in the salons. Girl, I was irritated. My hair was just limp. It didn't do no. anything. Mm -hmm. Um, it to me, I felt like it sucked the life out of it. Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. so. This is basically the story on how I got to the level of which I am at now. Like, why I'm so comfortable with having my hair like this. So, I did the keratin in February. And then, when was it? I think it was June. Was it June? Yeah, it was like May. Four to five months later. It was like, it. I knew it had been past 12 weeks. Yeah. Because somebody was, and see, here's the thing. I asked, I asked. Back then, I asked multiple stylists. <laughs> Nobody could tell me. Can you do this? Can you do a relaxer on keratin, on hair that's been treated with keratin? The answer is no. <laughs> the answer, flat out, no, you can't. So I tried... I did it. Me and my friend She's Monica. Confirmed that you can't. Girl, we put. She put that relaxer on my hair. Woo! I was, was it instant. Girl, it wasn't even instant. Okay. Like she was. She just she put it on there. Everything was cool. Right. And then I go, you know, rinse my hair out, girl. By the time I finished rinsing my hair out, it was I that was quick. I was pulling my hair out the garbage disposal. Yeah. All of this. All of this was gone. All of it. And I mean, I had like a little something, strings basically going on up here. Girl, I had learned how to do a quick weave. Actually, I had been doing quick weave, but that's when I learned how to make a quick weave into a wig. Girl, when I say my hair was gone, oh. just my hair was gone within 12 minutes. Now, mind you, I have been natural since 2010 to 2015. Imagine all of that oh, yeah. voluptuous growth just off down the drain without preparing for without it, without even being mentally prepared for it. So, honestly, that's when I started realizing hair is hair, right. And I most definitely look good with a bald head. Right. Because I was definitely like... Bald. Bald. <laughs> I mean, and I was like... And it, it, I wasn't even bald shining. It was like patches. I yeah. had I had hair. Because it just kind of came It was just coming out. So I had to actually just sh cut it low. And I had to cut it low. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> it was a little boozy fade. Girl. Like, it, I was looking yeah. like a little boozy at one point. <laughs> but it was gone. The hair was gone, so this is exactly how my hair came out. Yeah. Now, mind you, I've grown my hair out numerous times since then, but I just I realized that one, you can't do keratin and relaxer on the same head. <laughs> Tried no, that, no. been there, done that. It's a no. no. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't ever do that. Um, and honestly, doing color on keratin treated hair is—that's a huge risk mm. because you have no idea what keratin treatment that person did. Yeah, and if they didn't come to you, it's just—it's a mess. Like, it's a mess. Chem do it. Certain chemical mixtures and formulations are just not meant to be done you know on what? the same head. I don't know what my pink hair did because I had a keratin treatment. Oh. And then you had got the color. Yeah. But see, you had got multiple processes of that. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. You should never ask me if I had anything done with my hair. 
So your hair honestly was fried. Mm-hmm. Once you had got that last, or probably that hair. last little silk press, your hair was already compromised. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that it was already oh, yeah. compromised. So I had that keratin. Yeah. So you had a keratin. You had colored, and you got heat treatment on top of all of that. She never asked if I got anything put in my hair. Yeah. See, that's. Yeah, I don't know because when you when, when I started doing your color, like she was coming with a ball head. So yeah. I knew you didn't growth. do nothing to it. You had fresh it was it was fresh. Yeah. It was it was fresh like Jay, like baby baby hair. So like, we know you didn't do nothing. But yeah, I mean, you just that's the thing. You that's why consultations are important because I I never had a consultation with that stylist who put all that bleach. Yeah, you in my hair. I never had a true consultation because she assumed she knew what my hair had been through. Mm-mm. Can't assume. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, because I, for, I forgot I had that done. Because someone on the little page was like, "I need someone, a model for this is free. It's like ten bucks, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and she did that very well. Mm-hmm. But I forgot I had done it, and then yeah. someone slapped bleach, in one day got mm-hmm. my hair from black mm-hmm. to platinum in one setting. Oof. And it's possible. And put pink on it, you know, like put all of it on there. Yeah. But I had a keratin treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that long before that I got that in June. And then you had, because your hair was pink when I met you, so that was January. Oh, yeah. Was it January? Yeah. No, we, I, we yeah, did that before December. then. Yeah, we did that in, um, was it November? October-ish. Oh, you, yeah, because you were already pink. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I met you. I think mm-hmm. I went. Did we meet in November? Around then. Around November. I think you walked in around November, but like we met in January when okay. I got that bigger cut. Okay. Okay. But I had got that June, July time frame and then slap color on it four months later. Yeah. And it was full head of color. Your hair probably, I don't think your hair was ready. It was not ready. I don't think Clearly, your hair was ready. Because it was shot. Yeah. You could tell that it was... I could tell when I touched it that it, it was felt not different. my hair. Yeah, it felt like hay, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was See, not my hair. The the hair is already made up of keratin, so it's it's already made up of protein. Yeah. So once you start slapping on extra protein and no moisture, and then you slap a chemical on there, oh, you just got high porosity. It's, that's extreme. That's extremely porous hair. It was asking for trouble. It was literally asking for you to light a match close to your... That's, that's basically essentially what you're doing. You might as well just walk past open flame. That's what happens. Like That's literally what happens. The hair just like dries up and it mm-hmm. burns to a crisp. Mm-hmm. So you have to just start all over. Which I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About to do again. <sighs> she ain't got sure a reason to cut her hair now. She just wanna sure. she she wanna be like your girl. I just wanna be <laughs> But bald no beautiful. Some look, some of us we just embrace the baldness. Bald is beautiful. I don't care what nobody say. <sighs> Mama Girl. Another story. Low key, my mom does not want me being bald. <laughs> she <laughs> she cannot like 
She's Except like, the fact. Girl, she's like, so you cut your hair again? I'm like, don't you see it gone? You see my scalp. She's like, she's like, I thought you were going to let some of it grow out a little bit. I said, no, that's not what we discussed. No, like that, no. you see these roots? It's growing. Like, it's, <laughs> it's growing on the top. It doesn't need to grow on the sides. Like, <laughs> I have hair. Like, she's seriously, like, and my hair is like down in here. So she's thinking that. All of my hair should be like that. But she, yeah. I grew up with long hair. I grew That's up with my hair. To. No. Yeah. Hell no. I don't want, no, I don't want all that hair. Like, I love getting up and I just get up and go. Like, I don't have to do anything extra. And to be honest with you, the thing is, this works for someone like me who is doing their own hair. Yeah. I'm not doing my own color. But I am doing my own hair. hair. And I have to shampoo. And even shampooing this section of my hair is still... It does. Yeah. It takes a lot of energy. Like, mm -hmm. I have a lot of hair. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's com compacted very well. Like, yeah. the ponytails, the little wet, the little wax, you know, the gels, all that stuff. It styles it beautifully. Mm -hmm. But when my hair is out, yeah. it's a bush. Yeah. So, it's a lot of hair to deal with. It's a lot of hair to deal with. So I'm just in a place now where I'm just like, I'm just embracing the scalp and the fact that I have hair. Yes, ma'am. I just love, I love it. It's the best of both worlds. Scalp and hair. <laughs> where did you do that at? I'm not going to lie to you. Honestly, I, I really can't wait to like get with a female barber so she can like really slice and dice and throw some designs. That's, that's who I want to go to. I'm going to go see her on Friday. Okay. I'm jealous. Actually, no. Depending on what time you go, I'm probably going to end up going. But anywho. I'll be downtown. Um. Oh, wait. That's the right around the corner. Yeah, but the other person's not there. Okay. It's just her. Not just her, but she's there. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Love me talk. Oh, you're going in the morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. I don't I have to go to a like, whiskey bar or something after. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's our episode. You got anything else? Wash your scalps. <laughs> we can smell it. She said wash your scalps. Wash your scalps, people. I said there are plenty of men that can attest to experiences they've had of foul foul scalps. smelling hair. Pillows left. Painted. Yeah. Tragedy. Tragedy that doesn't have to happen. Wash your hair. Take the wigs off. Let the edges breathe. Mm hmm And realize that music affects your soul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is why you got to have a bomb host. A bomb host. Period. I love that. So, yes, guys. If you have any more questions pertaining to healthy hair, I'm your girl. Licensed master cosmetologist. Licensed. Um, master. Emphasis on the license. I'm, I'm keeping it up. I'm keeping it up for y'all. I'm keeping it up. Put it up there. License. License. I'm staying in tune. Right. You got it. So I'm here. If you have any questions, you want to have a consultation, pretty much nothing I do is free. Um, <laughs> I'm just at that point in my life. But um, I'm, years yet. I'm, look, I'm definitely here for you. I'm definitely here for you. You can trust me. I will take care of you. If you have any questions pertaining to hair care, also go ahead, 
click that curly kink connect because it is going to be in the description box like below that. like that page definitely like that page mm -hmm. subscribe. subscribe share this podcast mm -hmm. of course most yes. definitely because i don't want you just keeping it all to yourself and we need to share our beautiful faces and knowledge with others so others yes most definitely so thank you guys for tuning in again to another episode of style studio podcast we love doing this. Love I love it. doing this. Yeah. I freaking love my host, co-host from the West. From the West Coast. Do this. This is what I be wanting to do. I love this. I love the collab. <laughs> um, yes, again, subscribe, share, like, comment, give me feedback, check out Curly Kink Connect, follow us on social media, Taddy Cali Girl, I am Jay Valencia signing out. Peace. <laughs>